0: Welcome to the Manifest Your Career podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Norma Reyes, a Latina career and life coach. With this podcast, I help successful women learn how to combine their intuition and logic so that they can manifest their dream career. By listening to my podcast, you'll learn how to go from feeling stuck and lost on what to do next. To having the clarity, motivation, and strategies to manifest the career of your dreams. Each episode, I'll teach you the skills, strategies, and mindset you need, girl, to get in alignment with your career goals. Now let's go ahead and get started. Hey everyone, welcome back. This is episode 16. And in this episode, I will be talking to you about balancing, quote unquote, your life. As a mom, it can feel really overwhelming to do it all. And everyone will tell you that you can't do it. Some people might tell you you can. So then you might start feeling like, so which is it? You can, you can't and really here's the thing it's bull it's whatever you believe you can do you'll be able to do it whatever you don't think you can you won't it's all mindset a little bit of luck and lots of faith that everything will work out the way that it should and being willing to ask for help and knowing that it's okay for things not to go as planned. So here's a little bit about me and my journey as a mom. At age 25, I unexpectedly became a mom. It was the summer of 2009. I was working two jobs. I can't help it guys. I always have worked so much. There's something about always working. Maybe it's from my parents. If you have free time you work so it was summer of 2009 and i'd been accepted into my master's program for counseling i was living life life as i knew it then and i didn't expect to get a call from child protective services that my four-year-old niece who i hadn't seen in two years needed to be picked up from the hospital now i won't go into details there but That day changed my life forever. I dropped everything. I picked her up. My mind was racing. What am I gonna do with the four-year-old? I didn't have anything for her. They didn't give me anything. And here I am walking out of the hospital with the four-year-old, not having a clue what to do. And I'll be forever grateful for everyone that helped me along the way. So, one of my sisters helped me with giving me started, giving me some of her daughter's clothes. My sweaty sister stepped in in so many ways that I just am so grateful. Shout out to all of my cuss sisters Chi Epsilon Sigma. They really helped me during that transition. And not just with material things, but with advice too. Like asking, can a four-year-old take a bath on their own? I mean, really guys, I was seriously Clueless. I had changed a handful of diapers my entire life, and I never really babysat anyone longer than a few hours. I mean, I watched my brother growing up. He's like four years younger than me, but that's totally different than having a child depend on you for everything. So, what did I do? I suddenly had to think about how to manage raising a four year old, work, and I was starting school soon. As I mentioned, right before getting my niece, I had been accepted into a master's program for counseling and there was just no way I was not not gonna keep going towards my goals. I knew that it all would work out. Even if I didn't know how, I figured it out along the way. I focused on the present, on what I could do at the moment, and I planned each week. Who would watch her while I was in class? Who would pick her up if I couldn't? And finally, what would we eat? and for those of you that don't know i'm not much of a cook so that was something new for me i seriously could live off of sandwiches and cereal So at the time that she came to live with me, I was living at my parents' house. Not them paying the bills, but me living in a house they owned and I paid all the bills. My mom was living her life and not really at home as much. It was a really nice setup. My brother living in the back house, me and my mom in the front house, but there's really not much space for a child. But I made it work. Having her really pushed me to get my own place with a friend and then after six months of living in the most horrible rental, i decided to take the leap so she my now daughter who's 16 it's unbelievable pushed me into looking into buying a home something i hadn't really thought about at that time you know i was 25 and just living life Then a year later in 2010, after becoming a mom, I became a homeowner and never did I really ever think that I would be a homeowner of a four bedroom, two bath home at age 26. You know, in retrospect, everything seemed to have happened so quickly and fall into place. I mean, guys, I was making like 32,000 a year at the time. The home purchase was 142. I still can't even believe I was approved for a loan like that. It's right after the housing crash, how market something, another, I don't know. But it all worked out and just the way it was supposed to. It all fell in place. So at the time did it feel like that? Was it always smooth and easy? No, of course not. I was learning to be a parent for the first time. It was rough. I had no idea how my mom raised four of us on her own. Yes, my dad was there for us financially, but my mom was there for us all the time. She worked, cooked, was at every school event. I saw her do it all. And I never once thought about how hard or how much work it was so the way to balance it is by focusing on the present let the future worry about itself when you put energy and focus on the future you're missing the present day you're missing present day solutions i'm not saying to live by the seat of your pants but to focus on the here and now focus on what you can do today Plan what you can for tomorrow, then move forward. When something fails, close your eyes and take a deep breath in. And ask yourself, what am I missing? What is this trying to tell me? What can I learn from this? What can I change to get what I want? Write down your goals. Write down what you want for the week, your month, the year, but remember that you want to plan for the future, not worry about it. Now, let's go ahead and fast forward to 2015 when I was pregnant with my first son. At the time I was in the second semester of my PhD program. And as soon as you get pregnant, I don't know why people think that all of a sudden they have an opinion on your life and you should listen to them. So I had people starting to tell me what I had to do. I was pregnant, working full time and going to school to get my PhD. So they weren't asking me what I was gonna do. It was just more of like, well, now you gotta quit your job since you're pregnant excuse me? Um, No, I don't. Or now you got to quit your PhD program. Mm, No, no, I don't. So the thing is, my plan was not to put my life on hold. All I heard when I started the doctoral program was that I couldn't live my life. Don't get married. Don't switch jobs. Don't move. Don't. Don't, don't. And for me, that just doesn't make any sense. As much as I appreciate education, it's still just a piece of paper. When I look back, I'm not going to think about, wow, class was so great. It was such a momentous moment in my life. Hell no. The moments with my family are the ones that I'm gonna smile about. You know, why do I need to sacrifice my family time and so for me, what made sense was to figure out how to do both, and I did. I was due in fall 2015, so my plan was to take, take one course. And of course, I had people tell me, no, go ahead and do two. And I said, no, I didn't care if I was gonna be a course behind. One class wasn't gonna stop me from finishing my PhD. I didn't know what it was gonna be like to be a mom of two. What would it mean to have a newborn? My plan was one class, still working full time, going to class one hour away from home, both ways. So two hour commute and figuring how to do it. Of course, I didn't do it alone. I figured it out day by day. Both my husband and my daughter helped. I would read and write between breastfeeding and a sleeping baby. I seriously mastered the art of cradling a baby and typing on a keyboard. That is a skill that I never thought I would have, but I totally do. The key to it all is that I made my own rules. I decided what worked and didn't work for me. In the end, I had a goal and at the time it was to finish my PhD. Was it easy? It was as easy as it could be. It worked for us you know my husband helped with the kids and we really just learned to adapt and go with the flow he also ended up quitting his job at the end of 2015 and stayed at home with our kids and also picked up school so that was another adventure too i won't go into the details there so now we have three kids my second son was born in 2019 That same year, I defended and graduated with my PhD. i like to say I had it all planned out that he was born after I graduated in May, but that was just divine intervention. God helped me because he knew that I needed the time to get it done. So I defended April 1st with my pregnant belly and graduated with it too, and I had baby number 2 or baby boy number 2 August 2019. So I had both my boys during my PhD journey. When I was told, you know, wait to have kids or wait to have your PhD and um, that just didn't work for me. So this is not a do what I did. I say do what feels right for you. What works for you. What works for you until it doesn't. And when it stops working, Ask yourself, what can I do differently to get what I want? Focus on today. What can you do today to make things work for you? Plan for the future, but don't worry about it. Enjoy today. Enjoy your kids. Enjoy the weather. Enjoy your family. And laugh. For the love of God, please laugh. I know shit can get frustrating, but please laugh. There will be plenty of funny moments. I love thinking about all the funny moments throughout these years. And, you know, I still love about all the milk splashed all over my car because I pumped on my drive to and from school. I mean, shit, I had an hour each way. Pumping was the thing to do while driving and if you can't think of a funny moment at the time watch some funny videos something to lift your mood and then ask yourself what can i do differently to make this work for me yes so yes yes you can do it all if you believe you can will it be easy every day no there'll be challenges but you'll make it through and remember the challenges are there for you to remind you to push you and tell you something's not working because when you're in the flow things just fall into place and they're not as challenging so a challenge a frustration is just trying to guide you back in the direction that you need to get in so when you face an issue that just feels so unmanageable take a pause Go somewhere different to think about a solution. Go outside, take a hike, go swimming, take a bath. Ask people for different suggestions. Just don't take it as solid gold, you know. Take what feels right for you and decide what you're willing to try to get what you want. There'll be days you'll hit a wall. Do your best to get through them. A wall only means that you need to take a pause. Close your eyes. Take a deep breath and remember that everything will be okay. Remember, you can do this. So that's it for this week. See you on the next one. Thank you for listening to the Manifest Your Career podcast with me, your host, Dr. Norma Reyes, a Latina career and life coach.